Hi everyone.、Uh, today I'm talking about win-win.、Um, very powerful habit to have is、um, understanding the power of cooperation and how to make each other win instead of just I win. So I'm going to read from a book.、Um, let's. We're going to start from their their reading. They focus instead on producing personal and organizational excellence in an、er, entirely different way by developing. Inform information and reward system which reinforce the value of cooperation. Whether you are the president of the company or the janitor, the moment you step from independence to interdependence in any capacity, you step into a leadership role. You are in a position of influencing other people, and the habit of effective interpersonal leadership is think win-win. So there are six paradigms: win-win, lose-lose, win-lose, win, lose-win, win-win, or no deal.、Um, first one is win-win. Most people tend to think in terms of dichotomies: strong or weak, hardball or soft, win or lose. But that kind of thinking is fundamentally flawed, based on the power and position rather than on principle. Win is based on paradigm that there is plenty of for everybody. That one person's success is not achieved at an expense or exclusion of success of others.、Um, it's better way, a higher way. Win lose. Whenever love is given on a conditional basis, when someone has to earn love. What's being communicated to them is that they are not intrinsically valuable or lovable. Young mind and heart, highly vulnerable, highly dependent upon support and emotional affirmations of the parents, in face of conditional love, the child is molded and shaped and programmed in the win-lose mentality. Then, the,、uh, powerful scripting agency is peer group. A child. First, wants acceptance from parents, then from his peers, whether they be siblings or friends. We all know how cruel peers sometimes can be, and grades are carriers of social value. They open doors for opportunities or close them. Competition, not comp- cooperation, lies at the core of the educational process. Cooperation, in fact, is usually associated with cheating. Often they develop the basic paradigm that life is a big game, a zero-sum game where some win, some lose. Winning is beating in the athletic arena. Another agent is law. The first thing that many people think about when they get into trouble is suing someone, taking them to court, winning at someone else's expense. But defensive minds are neither creative nor cooperative. It provides survival, but doesn't create synergy. At best, at best, it results in compromise. The recent trend to encouraging lawyers and law schools to focus on peaceable negotiations, the techniques of win-win, and the use of private courts may not provide ultimate solution, but it does reflect a growing awareness of the problem. Certainly, there is a place for win-lose thinking in truly competitive and low-trust situations. But most of life is not a competition. We don't have to live each day competing with our spouse, our children, our co-workers, our neighbors, and our friends. 
Who's winning in your marriage? Is ridiculous question. If both people aren't winning, both are losing. Most of life is interdependent, not independent reality. Most results you want depend on cooperation between you and others. And the win-lose mentality is dysfunctional to that cooperation. Lose-win is worse than win-lose because it has no standards, no demands, no expectations, no vision. People who think lose-win are usually quick to please or appease. They seek strength from popularity or acceptance. They have little courage to express their own feelings and convictions and are easily intimidated by the ego strength of others. In negotiation, lose-win is seen as capitulation, giving in or giving up. In leadership style, it's passiveness or indulgence. Lose-win means being a nice guy, even if the nice guy finishes last. Win-lose people love lose-win people because they can feed on them. They love their weakness. They take advantage of them. Such weakness complement their strengths. The problem is that lose-win people bury a lot of feelings and unexpressed feelings never die. They are buried alive and come forth later in ugly ways. Psychosomatic illness, particularly the respiratory, nervous, circulatory systems, often are the disillusionment and repressed by the lose-win mentality. Disproportionate rage or anger over reaction to minor provocation and cynicisms are the other embodiments of suppressed emotions. People who are constantly repressing, not transcending feelings toward higher meaning find that it affects the quality of their self-esteem and eventually the quality of their relationship with others. Many executive managers and parents swing back and forth as if on a pendulum, from win-lose consideration to lose-win intelligence, when they can stand confusion and lack of structure, direction, expectation, discipline any longer, they swing back to win-lose until guilt determines their resolve and drives them to back to lose-win, until anger, frustration drive them back to win-lose again. Lose-lose. When two win-lose people get together, that is, when two determined, stubborn, ego-invested individuals interact, the result will be lose-lose. Both will lose. Both will become vindicative and want to get back or get even. Blind to the fact that murder is suicide, revenge is a two-edged sword. Um, some people become so centered on an enemy, so totally obsessed that with the behavior of another person, that they become blind to everything except their desire for the person to lose, even if it means losing themselves. Lose-lose is a philosophy of adversarial conflict, the philosophy of war. Lose-lose is also a philosophy of highly dependent person without inner direction who is miserable and thinks everyone else should be too. If nobody ever wins, perhaps being a loser isn't so bad. Another common alternative is to speak simply to think win. People with the win mentality doesn't necessarily want someone else to lose. What That's irrelevant. What matters is that they get what they want. When there is no sense of contest or competition, win is probably the most common approach in everyday negotiation. A person with win mentality te- thinks to term of securing his own ends and leaving it to others to secure theirs. If your child's life were in danger, for example, you might be fearfully concerned about other people and circumstances, but having that life would be supremely important. 
So an interdependent wind-loose wind -loose is really a loose-loose in the long run. A loose wind, you may appear to get what you <clears throat> want for the moment, but how will you, that affect the attitude about working with you, about fulfilling the contract? I may not feel as anxious to please you. I may carry battle scars with me into any future negotiations. My attitude about you and your company may be spread as I associate with others in industry. So we are into loose-loose again. Loose-loose obviously isn't viable in any context. And if I focus on my own win and don't even consider your point of view, there's no basis for any kind of productive relationship. In the long term, it isn't a win for both of us. We both lose. And that's why win-win is the only real alternative in inter interdependent realities. Um, the suppressed feelings, the trampled values, the resentment that see under the surface of the relationship, we agree that is was really a loss for both parties in the end. That happens when we have teenagers. They're always losing and you want to help them to feel like they're winning. So they all will be successful in helping themselves. Um, continue to support win-win until the solution was reached and both will feel good. And that the third alternative would have been synergistic. Probably something neither of them had thought of their own. Then there is another option of win-win and no deal. When you have no deal as an option in your mind, you feel liberated because you have no need to manipulate people to push your own agenda, to drive for what you want. You can be open, you can really try to understand deeper issues underlying the positions. I wouldn't want to get my way and have you not feel good about it because downstream it would eventually surface and create a withdrawal. On the other hand, I don't think you would feel good if you got your way and I gave in. So let's work for a win-win. Let's really hammer it out and we'll, we, and if we can't find it, then let's agree that we won't make a deal at all. Anything less than a win-win is an inter interdependent reality is a poor second best that will have impact in long-term relationships. The cost of that impact needs to be carefully considered. If you can't reach a true win-win, you're often better off to go for no deal. Win-win or no deal provides tremendous emotional freedom in the family relationship. If family members can't agree on a video that everyone will enjoy, they can simply decide to do something else. No deal rather than having some enjoy the evening at the expense of others. Without no deal, many such business simply deteriorate and either fail or have been ha have to be turned over to professional managers. That's all for now. I'm going to stop for now and wait for the next session. Take care.